one of the most important things in the life of a believer, in the life of a child of God, one of the most important things is self-discipline, self-denial that leads to bearing or carrying our cross for the Lord. One of the most important things in the life of a believer is following Jesus Christ, following him faithfully, being true to him, and not being ashamed of the cross that atoned for our sins and provided our way to heaven. Paul talked about, about the cross and bearing the cross. In the book of Galatians, in chapter 5 and verse 11, he said, And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. So what is Paul talking about here? We are told the preacher of the cross was said to be a stumbling block to the Jew and foolishness to the Greek. We see that in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. But to the child of God, the preaching of the cross is said to be the power of God unto salvation. So what is the offense of the cross? Why are people who bear the offense of the cross sometimes persecuted or ridiculed? You do not find Jesus spending a lot of time preaching about love or preaching about peace in the Gospels. You do not see him concerned about offending someone with a message and way of salvation. For he is the way. He is the truth. He is life. He is the way of salvation. The average Christian has forgotten, perhaps, that Jesus Christ was indeed a preacher. He preached about a lot of things. He taught about a lot of things. He, he preached about hell often. Jesus Christ spoke of his death of the cross. It was a humiliating and bloody death. Jesus Christ was a preacher. He preached about things that would be perhaps unpopular to preach about or teach about today in, in some churches. That being said, to get back to our question, what is the offense of the cross? Well, it could be the shame, it's the shame, it's the scorn, it's the ridicule that is heaped upon the head of the Christian witness who still believes that man is so depraved, that man is so helpless, that man is so hopeless that he cannot get to heaven on his own. He cannot get to heaven except and only by the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ on the cross. So there are some false beliefs. Some men believe that their traditions, that that their religious beliefs, that, that whatever it is that they're relying on will get them to heaven. Whether it's church membership, or whether it's keeping the golden rule, or following the Ten Commandments, or all of the above, all of that is just absolutely worthless. Belief in those things does not get anyone to heaven. Only belief in the one and only Son of God who died on the cross, who paid the penalty for man's sins for all time. That is how a person can get to heaven, is belief on Jesus Christ. There's only one way to heaven. Having a belief that can bring ridicule, having the belief that can bring on persecution, having that belief that the belief is the truth. That belief is believing that there is one way to heaven. And that one way to heaven is through God's only Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes unto God or comes unto the Father except it be through Jesus Christ. Salvation has nothing to do with our works, has nothing to do with traditions that are kept, has nothing to do with church membership, but only through Jesus Christ and his shed blood 
on the cross can we one day go to heaven. Believing that, teaching that, preaching that, sharing that can be and will be offensive to some people. Now, pride can stand in the way of salvation. The offense of the cross lies in the doctrine of the atonement. You can sometimes hurt someone's pride when they are told they are a sinner, but they are utterly helpless to save themselves. No matter what they do, sometimes or, or a lot of the times, the preaching of the cross is unacceptable to the person that's hearing it. The unsaved person may think that except for a few weaknesses or a few things in my life that I need to need to straighten out, you know, I'm a good person. Perhaps I need to turn over a new leaf, but but somehow I'm going to get to heaven because I'm just a good person. Many believe that by doing some good works or or by believing what tradition says or or being in a good church or, or being a faithful church member will get them to heaven. But that is not what the Bible teaches. That's not what Christ told us. That's not what Paul told us in his epistles. That is the offense of the cross, that there is only one way to heaven. We cannot get there by our own efforts, and that one way to heaven is through Christ. Now, there is a basic problem for man. The offense of the cross attacks the basic problem of man, and that is his pride. It takes considerable humility to confess what Isaiah said, but we are all as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags, Isaiah 64, 6. The Bible says every man at his best state is altogether vanity, Psalm 39, 5. For there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Ecclesiastes 7.20 We are all sinners. I am a sinner. You are a sinner. We are all filthy sinners. We are all sinners in need of a Savior. We just have to admit that we are a sinner and trust by faith in the one who paid our sin debt for us. And do what the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10 verses 9, 10, and 13 that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and that shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The offense of the cross is that your wisdom, is that your righteousness? Is that your integrity? Is that your good works? Are all in God's sight as a pile of filthy rags that one can find in a dump or a junkyard somewhere? That is what can be offensive to the unsaved person. That is what is offensive to the person that is not a Christian. Now there is transcendent wisdom of the cross. The offense of the cross contravenes the wisdom of man. Man's wisdom says that everyone has his price, and since people are basically good, a person just has to do enough good to reimburse God for their debt of sin. The cross, though, was the death blow to human pride and, and earthly honor. You cannot earn your salvation. You cannot work for your salvation. You cannot do enough good deeds to outweigh your sin debt in some cosmic scale of justice. You have to, by faith, trust in the loving, gracious, sinless Son of God for your eternal soul's eternal security. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 
8 to 9. To be saved, you have to classify yourself with thieves. Christ was numbered with transgressors, Isaiah 53, 12. Christ dies for the ungodly, Romans 5, 6. Christ died for sinners, 1 Timothy chapter 1. The offense of the cross teaches that the one way to God is through the life, death, and resurrection of a crucified Savior who died an agonizing bloody death for sinners. This automatically cuts out our good works of any kind. As it says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it is not by works that we are saved. It is not by water baptism that we are saved. Even just our belief, if our belief is not based in facts, even if we have a sincere belief, that, but that sincere belief is based in something other than Jesus Christ getting us to heaven, that sincere belief will send us to hell. Because Paul said we could have faith in vain in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now the works of another man are required to get us to heaven. According to the doctrine of the cross, which is foolishness to some people and a stumbling block to others, the one way to heaven is through the works of another man. Our works count for absolutely nothing for our salvation. The one way to heaven is through the works of the God-man, the Son of Man, the Son of God, the, the Lamb for sinners slain, the sinless, perfect Savior, Jesus. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, for whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. The one who died for my sins and died for your sins, the one who died a painful, bloody death on the cross, that is our one way to heaven. Through him, he is the door. Belief in Christ, faith in Christ, trusting in his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection for our salvation is the key. That is the one way to heaven. That is the offense of the cross. Paul said, but God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 6.14. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, or perhaps baptism, or tradition, or keeping the works, or some other way of salvation, why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. Galatians 5 verse 11. The message of the cross can offend Paul tells us as much, but it is the most loving act that has ever happened in all of human history, all of history. The cross is the message of love, a message of hope, a message of salvation. Now, the cross is the center of our message. The cross is the center of our faith. Well, the offense of the cross has not ceased. The love of God has not ceased either. We serve the eternally loving God. Now, the law of Caesar reserved the cross for the worst of criminals. Think of the disgrace and the shame of, of Jesus there hanging on the cross. But he says he endured the cross, despising the shame, Hebrews 12, 2. The natural man may cry out and say, how could someone die in such shame on a Roman cross and that person be the Son of God? But he is the Son of God. That's how much he loved us. He's willing to endure the shame of the cross. So we could get to heaven. He is the savior of the world. The cross is the center of our message. It's the center of our life. Cross bearing for the crucified Christian is a daily moment by moment experience. Accepting the stigma, accepting the shame and the reproach of a crucified savior. Our victory comes only when we are willing to crucify self and accept the cross willingly. Bear any and all shame and ridicule that comes with sharing that message and living that truth. 
Now, have you ever said anything but that? Is there anything particular in our life where we have secretly said to God, you know, Lord, anything but that, anything but that. For you, that may represent the offense of the cross in your life and its deepest meaning. Why the hesitation? What are we afraid of? Are we afraid of the shame, afraid of the ridicule, that that, that thing, that decision, that, that doing what Christ wants us to do, surrendering to that thing may bring us in our life? We just need to put ourselves on the altar. We need to put Christ on the throne of our life. We need to accept the cross gladly, and as we do, we should die to self and magnify Christ. Paul said, I protest by your rejoicing, I die daily, 1 Corinthians 15, 31. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me, Luke 9, 23. May God help us as Christians who love the Lord, who believe in the Bible, to bear the offense of the cross, to take the ridicule, to take the persecution, to stand on the word of God and not on tradition, to swallow our pride and to sacrifice our comfort zone, and to boldly proclaim the gospel to honor and glory of Christ Jesus. For yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 2 Timothy 3 verse 12. May God help us to take the offenses, to take the ridicule when they come, so we can actively spread his word, share his eternal message of hope, share his eternal message of salvation, share the gospel of Christ, the hope of all hopes, and share how our great Savior bled and died for all so that we could live eternally with him one day. But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 6.14, let us glory in the cross. Let us take the ridicule. Let us boldly proclaim the gospel, share the gospel, bring others to Jesus. The fields are white unto harvest. Let's compel them to come in. Let's witness. Let's share the gospel with others.